the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening. Another day, another dollar. We move closer to retirement, closer to the end of the year. That's my thoughts, at least. Um, how will we close out the year? Many on Wall Street are expecting the end of the year rally after a very normal and very predictable second half of the year where we went up too far too fast in the first six months of the year. We kind of worked it back down a little bit, uh, finding a level, finding a grind, uh, making sure not everyone's a winner, going sideways. It's not always down, going a little bit down, but up for the year it's definitely still up for the year. The bond sell off is taking a break today for now. Um, historically, which would you rather get 5% returns in bonds or eight to 10% in stocks? And right now you can get 5% in bonds, but historically you want that eight to 10%. It's just not going to be as easy as it was for a large part of the last 15 years when interest rates or bond rates were as low as almost 0%. Let's say for a good bit of it, it was one and a half, two and a half. Easiest money I've ever made. A little bit of hindsight there, because we also had lower interest rates in large part due to a weaker economic scenario. Whether it was 9-11, whether it was COVID, what was the cause doesn't really matter. But interest rates were lower because economic activity wasn't normalized. Let's talk about yesterday. Let's talk about today. Let's talk about what's going on going forward. Yesterday was a good burnout day. I like those days. NASDAQ was down 1.8%. The S&P 500 down 1.3%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 1.3%. 10-year Treasury, 4.8%. Now that I'm closer to retirement, I'll be honest with you. I'm actually happy that interest rates are higher for me, not for you. I still want a couple more years of growth. But I want my cash to earn a lot more money than it has in the last 5, 10, 15 years. Are you with me? Does that make sense? This is not something to panic about. This is not something to point fingers over. Um, so the Dow turned negative for the year. That's not great. It got crushed yesterday. Bonds are surging. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is considered the value index out of the three. The S&P 500 is considered led by the big seven, as is the NASDAQ. But the S&P 500 has a lot more stocks in it, so it's not quite as um, hit as hard as the growthy NASDAQ. Celebrity deepfakes are having a moment right now. We're going to hear more and more of these. And when you start seeing actors come out and saying, that wasn't me. 
Uh, Mr. Beast came out this week. Um, Tom Hanks came out this week and had to say that wasn't me. I'm not hawking a, a dental plan. So I'm not trying to get you uh, a, a business to make you $5,000. Congress is going to have to do something about this. It's going to be interesting to see because, again, I, the quickest example I've been using recently is I work for another company right now. And in theory, they probably have a right to my name and my voice and my content because they replay it during the week at other times. What if one day I'm sick? Are they allowed to do a live version of what's going on? We already know that chatbots can uh, write a sports story and put a sports writer out of business. Robin Williams' daughter came out, Zelda Williams. She said over the weekend that she's disturbed by attempts to recreate actors who cannot consent, like her late father. How about how about families of actors that can consent? Like, what happens if she said she wanted a Super Bowl commercial with her her dad? You know, coming everybody whatever he did, kind of thing. I'm not even don't even try to get me to do a Robin Williams impression. But Doctor Content is disrupting politics. Um. There's been a big one in Slovakia where AI made audio clips featuring what sounded like the front runners discussing plans to buy votes and double the price of beer circulated on media. The person that was uh, imitated lost the election. And I'm not going to be mean here, but let's just put it this way. People around the world, including the United States, many are not very smart. And what would happen if there was a audio commercial created by one of the uh, political factions where either Trump or Biden says, I'm going to double the price of beer. A lot of people in the United States would believe it. Kevin McCarthy, no longer speaker for his party. First time in U.S. history. He was removed for his, his post. He worked with the Democrats to avert a government shutdown. A faction of hard right Republicans pushed to oust Kevin McCarthy from the speakership. They secured enough support to vote him off the island. Survivor, I think, starts this week. Talking about not paying actors, right? A million dollar prize. Hasn't that been on for 25 years? And they're still giving away a million dollars. Shouldn't it be adjusted for inflation? This year on Survivor, we're going to adjust for inflation. You know, big controversy on that show was uh, Jeff Probst would say, come on in, guys. And there's girls on the show. Is that too politically correct that he had to change that? Come on in, people, citizens. Spotify is starting a turf war with Audible, a streaming service that began with music. Then Dovid Podcasting is now diving into audiobooks, allowing paying subscribers to listen to 15 hours of audiobooks for free each month. SCOTUS is turning down some uh, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau constitutional rulings. Interesting. Healthcare workers are getting ready to strike. Consider seeing your doctor soon. Consider scheduling your surgery soon. Or think about taking it off. Um, hot strike summer has ended, but despite the chill in the air. Next up is the biggest healthcare strike in the U.S. history. 75,000 workers employed by Kaiser Permanente, one of the largest nonprofit healthcare providers in the United States, plan to walk off the job for three days starting today. So I guess you can't... <laughs> Um, get it wiped off or cleared off your uh, surgery list quickly because they're on strike for the next three days. Healthcare workers across the industry are experiencing challenges. 
which Kaiser has acknowledged. Up to two-thirds of healthcare staff everywhere are burned out. That's exacerbated by the issues Kaiser employee unions say they're striking over. Staffing shortages and wage. Union wants what it describes as a competitive compensation that accounts for the increased cost of living, $25 an hour wage. And increases between 65 and 7% over the next four years. Physicians, hospitals, and emergency rooms will not be impacted, but some facilities will have reduced staffing. A lot going on, huh? Um, what else do I really, really want to hit right here? Um, the treasury yield battle is going to be the battle of the day. Rebound attempt on the markets driven by dropping treasury yields. The Sorry, I've got a little bit of a sore throat today. The move above 5% on the 30-year bond we're playing with. The 10-year treasury is at 4.88%. The 30-year is at 5.01%. The two years at 5.17%. All great for savers, all not so great for investors or people who borrow money, companies, individuals, or for mortgages or credit cards. So we have an oversold market right now. Will we have a positive day? I don't know. How upset are you about Kevin McCarthy losing the Speaker of the House? He says he will not run again. KeyBank downgraded Apple to sector weight from overweight. All very interesting stuff. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Yeah, so I went to the Sphere last weekend. It was kind of special. Um, it's one of my big adventures of the year. Um, I enjoy live music. That's my thing. Um, I know CFP Chad Burton enjoys action sports like skiing, uh, wakeboarding, say, uh, boarding and wakeboarding, winter, uh, wakeboarding in snow. We all have our thing that's a little on the pricey side, right? Just don't let it get too out of touch with reality you want to make sure you're saving for retirement first then you're paying your bills second then you're funding your fun things third something like that fun strats tom lee said yesterday he expects a violent rally before the end of the year he's been more right than wrong this year just throwing that out there for you um don't think 
the Fed for tackling inflation, it caused the problem. So says Wharton professor Jeremy Siegel. He's considered the wizard of Wharton. He blames the Fed for the U.S. money supply soaring and prices surging. The Fed has caused a permanent loss of purchasing power for workers and savers, he said. Uh, we should not be giving the Fed credit for fixing a problem that they created. It is comparable to the Fed recklessly driving on the streets, hitting a pedestrian, and then rushing him to the hospital. So he did not die. But there are still massive injuries. The American public suffered through the worst inflation 40 years. Something that did not have to occur had the Fed curtailed its money growth much earlier. Inflation soared as high as 9.1% last summer after the U.S. government spent trillions of dollars to soften the impact of the pandemic. The Russian-Ukraine war and the virus-related shutdowns disrupted global trade and caused delays and shortages around the world. The Fed now is responded by hiking interest rates from nearly zero to north of 5% over the last 18 months. The pace of price growth has slowed to below 4% in recent months on inflation. That's still nearly double the 2% goal by the Fed. Um, really neat article in Barron's by Jeremy Siegel. And it's pretty insightful on how money works. Inside it, he is quoted as saying inflation is a cruel, non-legislated tax on those with fixed incomes and savings in bonds and bank deposits. The damage has been done as workers and savers have experienced a permanent loss of purchasing power. Uh, let me give you an example of a permanent loss of purchasing power. I paid more for a concert last week than I've ever paid in my life. Uh, I've looked at booking trips for spring break to Hawaii, and it's double what it was five years ago. So to take a family of four, it's gone from 5000 at kind of like a four-day Airbnb and a three-day at a resort with airfare and food. Now it's about eight to 10,000 higher borrowing costs are also threatening to pull down the prices of their stocks, homes, and other assets. American consumers have faced sharp increases in their food, fuel, and shelter costs. A lot of people are saying, not a lot of people, but there's a theory that Americans continue to splurge on experiences like I just did by going to the sphere. Because I can't afford a new home. Now, instead of putting like extra money that I was saving, extra money that I was working on, that I'm saying is, oh, let's just splurge and use it. I can't afford a new home. That's not how it should be done. Talking about how it should be done. Michael Jordan's worth $3 billion now. He moved up to one of the 400 richest Americans as Donald Trump fell off when valuations were exposed on how much his properties are not worth. Forbes just bestowed the honor on the NBA legend, Michael Jordan, after it said the sale of his stake in the Charlotte Hornets pushes net worth over $3 billion. Can you imagine? The dude in the 1980s was great at playing basketball. Came from a very modest family. He played basketball for what? Probably 10, 15 years. $3 billion for putting a brick in a bucket. Um, or that's how many doors it opened for him. But playing was actually the low end of it, right? For the record, he's right next to um, a couple slots on the billionaire list below Vince McMahon. That's 
like we wait for fake wrestling. <laughs> like, yeah, you can make a lot of money in this country, can't you? Um, when you think of Michael Jordan, you probably think of Nike. You probably think of Gatorade. You probably don't think of the Charlotte Hornets or his time with the Washington Wizards. He got a majority stake in the Charlotte Hornets for $175 million back in 2010. Held on to it for 13 years. Sold the team um, and got his initial money out. Now, to get to the top 100, the difference between 3 billion and the, at the top 400, <laughs> to get to the top 100, you have to have $9 billion. <clears throat> I, think I've, I think I've done well creating wealth. And then I look at that, I'm like, I think I should have learned how to throw a brick in a bucket as a child. <laughs> Is that fair? Or am I just being stupid? Zillow is saying that a sweet spot is getting ready to come for home buyers. There are, motiv- there are more motivated sellers and more active listings overall than at any time since last December. Zillow estimates that about 10% of home listings saw a price cut in the last couple of weeks. That's the most since November. So prices are coming down in the short term. Zillow is saying it may be a time to buy. According to Zillow, 9.2% of home listings saw a price cut last week. That's the highest share since last November. It's not just about the price. Potential home buyers have many other choices. U.S. homes have slowed as houses have gotten less affordable thanks to rising prices, which have been driven higher by an inventory shortage and higher mortgage rates. The average 30-year fixed rate mortgage hit 7.3%. So a lot going on inside the housing market right now. I think that's an interesting insight that they're seeing some short-term price reductions. Will it be enough to get interest? At the beginning of 2023, I said very clearly, I'd like to buy a home in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, I didn't expect interest rates to go up this far this fast. And that's probably changed my thesis. Because people have held on to their homes and there's not enough homes on the market for me to go shop around. If I want to say a beach house to retire in, there's fewer beach houses as people are trying to go, oh, I don't want to lose my 3% mortgage and move to a seven and a half, eight percent mortgage. So sometimes your plans come, uh, come apart, but I'm still paying attention. I'm still trying to save more. Um, anything that you ever want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing and more we talk about your heirs are they prepared to inherit your wealth i think it's a really important question i see that destroy families your death equals the hatred before between your siblings or your children <laughs> their siblings you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Visit the Rob, Rob Black. Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I was just listening to the headline news during the spot break, and there was a story about a shooting at a college. No one got hurt this time. A friend of mine, a family friend of ours, 
sent their child to the University of North Carolina this year in the first 60 days of school, there was two lockdowns. Um, I'm not a gun nut pro or con. I just think there's too many guns in our country. Um, and when people get shorter and shorter tempered, it seems to be a big problem. Not taking away anyone's gun. Just we need to all live together and work together and not get mad at each other as often as we're getting mad at each other. I know you're saying very progressive of you, Robert. I don't think so. I grew up shooting rifles like uh, my father was in the military. And when you live on military bases, uh, you do things that are like uh, summer school or summer classes or summer camps or things like rifle shooting. Like you learn how to do that kind of stuff. I was a pretty good shot. So just tell you, I had a good, good eye. If you ever need me for anything, let me know. Um, interesting times. EU, EU, the European Union, is forcing Meta to do something that Meta didn't want to do. And I think it's going to come to more and more big tech companies. Listen to this, and I, I ask you to ask yourself this question. Meta is planning to charge $14 per month for a subscription to ad-free Instagram and Facebook on mobile. And $17 a month for desktop. Now, the question is, for your Instagram and your Facebook, would you pay $14 a month? That's that's a really, really good question, isn't it? Because I have a Facebook account that I sometimes... I put all my links to my TV shows, my radio shows right there. I have a fan page called I Hate Raw Black. But would I pay $14 a month to look at your content? I can honestly tell you there's no chance. Because I'm also paying $14 a month for my YouTube without commercials. I watch more YouTube than I do ABC, NBC, CBS, or Fox. What You ask what I watch, uh, stand-up comedians and live concerts or concerts. Uh, when you hear a story about the sphere, you can go to YouTube and you know watch 100 videos on it. And if you get the ad-free version, it's actually entertaining. It's enjoyable. Late night comedians like, um, you know, the two Jimmy's, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers. If you don't want to stay up or you don't want to record their programs, you can watch their monologues online at eight o'clock Pacific time. I think it's worth the money. But now I have to pay for Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, oh. And I have to pay for Internet. Oh, I think something's becoming very expensive. So that's coming to Europe. It's not coming to the United States. Could it? It could. Twitter slash X has talked about uh, making people pay. Now, there's a difference between 99 cents a month and $15 a month, I think. Macy's is doing something interesting. Talk about changing business plans. We just talked about Facebook changing their business plan with Instagram. Macy's is pulling out of the big mall and they're going for strip malls. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. The new shops weigh in at about a fifth the size of their anchor stores and malls because it means less rent. I've always felt going into a Macy's or Best Buy. I'm like, whoa, there's too much stuff in this freaking fragrance store. It's a football field on top of a football field on top of a football. It's like an escalator on top of it. Like, some of the stores get kind of big. 
Consumer habits are changing. Macy's share price down 44% this year. Not to even talk about the last 10 years, it's been miserable. Macy says it's going to open 30 new small format stores by the end of fall 2025. That's something I might be able to get into because how often do I need a new suit? Well, I don't have anything for funerals right now, and I've got some aging in-laws. And like, you don't want to exactly get an Amazon suit online and then find out it doesn't work for a funeral. Like, uh-oh. In the past three years, Macy's has closed 80 stores, mostly in struggling malls. The small format stores open for more than one fiscal year have achieved positive comparable own plus licensed sales growth. So the, the concepts are working on the smaller side, not on the bigger side. I think it's really, really worth watching. One of the biggest savings graces for big malls, though, is things like Cheesecake Factory, a restaurant with a menu boasting 250 dishes. And when I look at that, I'm like, whoa. Um, that's too, many, too much food. They got to have some crazy food waste, which I don't even know. A report from Moody's found that about 93% of loans for malls with the Cheesecake Factory are current on their payments. And if you take the Cheesecake Factory out of the mall, only 72% of the loans are on time. So if you're going to open up a store, consider having a Cheesecake Factory right there in it with you. Let's do a quick quiz. What is the top payment method that U.S. consumers say they are most likely to use to pay for the majority of their holiday shopping this year? What will people use to pay for their Christmas? Is it A, cash, B, a credit card, C, debit card, D, mobile payments like Apple Pay, or E, buy now, pay later, B, and PL? The answer is, is it cash, credit card, debit card, Apple Pay, or buy now, pay later? Answer is credit card B. 37% of consumers say they will use credit cards to pay for their holiday purchases this year. Second in line is debit cards at 32%. Third is cash. Only 3% of shoppers plan to use mobile payments, and just 1% say they will most likely use buy now, pay later services. Now, this is going to be counterintuitive. Who's the stock winner of those five? Is it cash? Is it credit cards? Is it debit card? Is it mobile payments like Apple Pay or is it buy now, pay later? I think it's Apple Pay. They're coming in at only 3%. Uh, my spouse is historically, historically bad at losing credit cards. I'm like, we can go see a concert. And she's like, I'm just, I'm wearing skinny jeans. I'm putting my credit card right in my skinny jeans. And my ID right in my skinny jeans. I'm not taking a purse tonight. And like, next thing you know, that credit card's on the floor of the dance floor. It happens every single time. I would say it happens one and a half times a year. How many times I've lost a credit card or my ID or my wallet in my lifetime? Zero. Now, just because I'd said that, it's coming to get the anacornicova virus, right? Back in 2000, I was on CNET radio and uh, anacornicova was this incredibly good looking athlete, tennis player. And um, that was before. Well, let's just say you get an email that said something along the lines of sexy Anacornikova picture. Click here. I'm like, I want to see the sexy Anacornikova picture. Now, 
what was funny about that was I had just gone on air making fun of people who get viruses on their computers. And within a day, I had a virus on my computer. Okay, another quiz. True or false? More, and this is an easy one, true or false, right? Always breathe a sigh of relief when you see that on a test. More than half of Americans expect all payments to be digital in the near future. And the answer there is true. 58% of Americans say they expect payments to be completely digital in the future. That number rises 67% amongst millennials. That's why I like the Apple Pay answer in the survey above that. You see how I'm starting to think? If we can move from 3% to 58%, I'm in. Those are good numbers. Um, Now, obviously, that doesn't mean Venmo will be a winner or Zelle will be a winner. It doesn't mean everyone's going to be a winner. It doesn't quite work like that. If you want to learn more about my investment theories and CFP Chad Burton, talking about the seven tests of retirement readiness, October 28th, Crown Plaza, Foster City. Chad and Rob together again, seven tests of retirement readiness. I'll go over some of the stocks that I'm buying. Now keep in mind, not all stocks are meant in the first year. Some are meant to give you income for the rest of your life. So always take investment advice in perspective of you, not necessarily what the host is saying. If you want some stock winners, I'm going to have stock winners at this event. Um, if you want some income, I'm going to have some income ideas. Seven tests of retirement readiness and happiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 to noon, Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City. Chance to go over taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, health and wellness. Can you pass the seven tests? If you have at least 500,000 in investable assets and haven't been to more than two events in the last five years, you're free to come. Just sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. If you've been to more than two events, I'm going to take you off the list. Um, because these events are expensive and they get kind of repetitive when you see the same people hearing the same information uh, multiple times. Can you pass all seven tests? Saturday morning, October 28th, 10 to noon, Crown Plaza. Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Let's take a look at the markets today. A little bit of a rebound after yesterday. The stock's getting murder-related. Um, I like the murder-related days. Those are called whoosh-down days. And if we're going to hit new highs, you got to hit a lot of whoosh downs on the way. You got to shake out the, the weak hands. You got to say where the winners, where the losers. I like whoosh down days. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. Welcome back in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Trying to hit as many topics as I can for you. Trying to be as real as I can for you. I think some of the topics we hit today, Macy's opening smaller stores versus bigger stores makes a lot of sense. I think other companies like Target should follow. I think you're going to see more and more stores try to set up fewer exits and entrances in. Try to cut down on theft and use a lot more theft technology. I think meta charging for Facebook and Instagram 
12 to $15 feels like they would lose a lot of eyeballs, but that the content on the website would be a lot better. Think of it if you're a troll and you just want to make fun of either Republican or Democrat and have your opinion no matter what. Are you really going to pay $15 to post your opinion? Or are you just going to growls in front of the TV? Sam Bankman Fried is going on trial as crypto struggles to move past the FTX hangover. Jury selection in his trial kicked off yesterday. The industry needs to put the scandal behind it. Prosecutors have accused Sam Bankman Fried of defrauding his exchanges customers out of billions of dollars, charging him with fraud and money laundering. I find it tragic that two of the brightest minds in the country, him and Carolyn Allison, um, ultimately stole money from people and were really, really good at it and probably wouldn't have been caught for a long time if they didn't steal so much. If found guilty, the one-time billionaire could spend the rest of his life in prison. Some experts think 10 to 20 years is probably the most likely outcome. It's going to be an interesting case. Carolyn Ellison was the daughter of two mathematicians. Sam Bakeman fried the son of two attorneys. All incredibly well-educated. It's interesting because white-collar crime is so different than blue-collar crime. With white-collar crime, you may not hurt any. Well, you do hurt people with money, right? But if you see a person smash a window and go in and steal a TV and come out with it, you're angry. If you see someone who steals $100 from someone, you're like, eh, so it wasn't me. That person was kind of stupid. Probably shouldn't have let it happen. But in this case, you're talking about billions and billions of dollars. The SEC has cranked up its scrutiny of crypto after FTX's collapse. The SEC has gone after Coinbase, Binance, and Bittrex. Retail and institutional investors alike said that they felt burned by FTX and they pulled back on crypto. 75% of Americans who had heard of crypto weren't sure of ways to invest in it or safe at all. So for crypto to get that clean slate, to get the Super Bowl ads out of our mind, to get the stadium naming rights gone, it's going to be a while. There was also, don't forget, it was struggling to pick itself up as an industry because there was a company called Terra that had a $40 billion implosion. Um, but getting this legal case behind them may be something that helps crypto. Enough for me to invest in? Nope. Don't need to, don't got to. When stocks go on sale and, and are in a bear market, that's my let's go speculative. Or let's pick up more speculative names. And a bit of good news. Pharma giants behind the 10 drugs chosen for President Biden's Medicare price negotiation program agreed to participate with Merck and Bristol Myers saying that they had no choice in the face of pricey penalties. Probably the number one thing that affects seniors didn't save enough for retirement. One of the things that they have to do is decide on which expensive ones are the cheap ones. We should have a better system than that. 
Netflix plans to hike the cost of its ad-free subscription tier once the actor strike ends, adding to recent price pumping moves, like mixing the $10 basic plan and cracking down on past sharing moochers. So when I tell you that Netflix is planning to raise rates at the end of the Writers Guild, uh, not the Writers, but the Actors Guild, Screen Actors, when they raise prices, the stock goes higher. I've been around this game a little bit too long. Is that a guarantee? No. There are no guarantees. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money, <laughs> investing, and more. Um, some pre-market news today that's weighing on kind of one stock that I talk a lot about a lot and one stock that I own. KeyBank has downgraded Apple to sector perform. Don't think it's the end of the world. They've seen other downgrades like this. But when you're that big and they've, you know, one trillion dollars, two trillion dollars, when will it stop? Two and a half trillion dollars. Not a lot of revenue growth there. But their iPhone 15 Pro Max is selling well. Should add some to the revenue growth. But if you're talking like one to two percent for companies valued now about 25 times next year's earnings, that's pricey historically. But, but. Also has a lot of cash, and that cash is now kicking off four or five percent in their savings accounts. So some of their growth is going to come from cash, not from the new phone, but from cash. Uh, Tim Cook has sold some shares, his biggest amount of sales in two years. He filed a form four for five hundred eleven thousand shares, which denotes exercise or conversion of derivative security exempted pursuant to Rule sixteen B. Um, Cook sold 41 million, uh, sold 41 million uh, shares at $172. So that's not right, 41,000, $411,000. Um, anyhow, anyway, a big event coming up at the end of October. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.